You're listening to Chats by Rotaract Australia, where we bring Rotaractors together to inspire, educate and collaborate. Hey guys, it's Laura here, the Rotaract Australia Communications Director. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. Today we are chatting to Rotaract in WA. We've got Ishwa coming in to us from the West Coast. How are you today? I'm doing really well. Thank you, Laura. How are you? Oh, look, I'm living my best life chatting to Rotaractors, I think. Um... <laughs> Sounds like a good life. Well, look, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. We're really excited to have you here. And look, I think anyone who knows you is, your name is basically synonymous with everything Rotaract in WA. Tell um, our listeners a little bit about yourself. I'm an engineering consultant by trade, um, and my work is around building models and maintaining uh, these models of physical facilities to both help the operators better operate their facilities, um, and as well as to provide them with training so that they can all go home safe at the end of each day. Uh, the things that I enjoy doing uh, in my own time, uh, I, I read a lot, mostly sci- uh, sci-fi and uh, fantasy type of uh, books. I listen to music um, and I play board games. And uh, when I get the chance, uh, I design my own board games as well. And then in all of that spare time, apart from that, you do this little thing called Rotaract. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Just just a little (laughs) bit of time that I spend on Rotaract. Um, So I have been a member of Rotary now for uh, eight years. So... I've been a Rotaractor since 2012, so for that full eight years, and I've been a Rotarian now since 2018, so just about two years almost. And so you are obviously based in WA. What are your clubs uh, that you're associated with? My Rotaract club is the Rotaract Club of South Perth in District 9465, um, which to WA listeners is south of the river, Uh, and uh, to... My Rotary Club is the Rotary Club of Elizabeth Key, uh, which is in District 9455, which is north of the river, uh, which if you look at the state and you basically look at the river that goes through uh, the city of Perth and split it north and south, um, those are the two districts. And uh, as District Rotaract representative for both districts, um, I am technically uh, the representative for a third of the land mass of Australia. Look, I mean, that's a pretty big flex, I think. Uh, <laughs> Our population's still pretty small, so. Look, I mean, you know, sometimes size does matter, I guess. <laughs> um, and so how did you first get involved in Rotaract? I was invited. Uh, that was the main thing that got me involved. Um, I did a leadership program at Curtin University uh, called the John Curtin Leadership Academy. Uh, at the time, it was Rotary-sponsored. And uh, as part of that, we had to attend six meetings over the course of the year of the program uh, with our Rotary Club sponsor. So mine was the Rotary Club of Williton, and I attended all of my Rotary meetings. And at the end of that, and at the end of the program, they came back to me and they said, hey, we're looking to start a new Rotaract Club as a joint club between uh, two Rotary Clubs in the area. So would you like to uh, come along and be involved? And I said, yeah, sure. Uh, they did hand me a copy of the Rotaract Handbook. I never looked at it, but I, I, I had it, so uh, that helped. 
I went along, first meeting. They were asking for nominations for club officers. Uh, they'd already been meeting for about six months at this stage. Um, a lot of the members were the first batch of Interact graduates from the high school nearby. And so they brought them along and pulled them into this new Rotaract club. Um, as somebody who hadn't been in Interact, I just come along and I was like, oh, cool. Um, I'd love to be able to support these guys, but I don't know what the organization's really about. So I figured I'd put my hand down for vice president. It would give me an opportunity to learn and then also support the, the president with all the skills that I just spent a year developing through this leadership program. I came back two weeks later to the next meeting and we had our elections and I was voted into my position and I got stuck into it and I've been involved ever since. I don't know if it's a good thing, but I think the general consensus is for those who have stayed in Rotaract for a while, very close to their first meeting, they get a job and then it just is, you know, a downward or an uphill spiral, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> Certainly uphill. Certainly uphill. <laughs> and so you are also, um, you've, you've travelled quite a bit for personal and pleasure and work. So how have you been involved in Rotaract around the world? The first part of this is that uh, in uh, early 2017, uh, I bumped into my uh, current boss's boss. Uh, and he had been my supervisor while I was uh, doing an internship at uh, the company that I work for now. And I bumped into him on the train and he told me, hey, there's an opportunity available to go and work. I wasn't working in the industry at the time. And I said, yep, sure, let's do it. And he said, cool, it's in India. And I'm like, yep, that's okay. We can do that too. It helped that I have family over there. So I stayed with them uh, while I was working. But that was the first time that I had ever left my Rotary club, really. I'd been with them for five years and I'd run projects. I'd held pretty much every executive role in the club. And at the end of that, I left and I went over to Chennai uh, in the south of India. And I basically kind of started afresh over there. Most of the clubs uh, in the area are collegiate clubs. So can't really join those, not a member of their colleges. Uh, but there were a couple of community clubs. So I got in touch with some people there. Thanks to uh, Samantha, who put me in touch with uh, one of their DRRs at the time. He was actually in Chennai because they were having a zone institute, so kind of like our national uh, Rotaract training, but just for one part of India. And so he basically contacted me and said, hey, uh, are you free like today at this time? <laughs> and I'm like, yep, sure. I don't have anything else happening. That sounds good. So I rocked up and I was there for like half a day of their zone institute while they were giving out all the awards and everything and uh, certificates of completion. Uh, and I was introduced to um, a member from that club. That member was also the incoming DRR for the, uh, for the district. So that was super useful. Oh, yeah. So I spent a, bunch, uh, a bit of time with that club and then attending a couple of events in that particular district. But in addition to that, to provide a bit of context for what I have experienced, uh, I've been to a lot of clubs around the world. Um, I've been to clubs in Japan, Germany, Canada, the US. And then I've also connected with people from clubs from lots of other countries by attending conferences like the Australian Rotaract Conference, the Rotary International Convention, and I was lucky enough to go to the International Assembly as well. And through that, the thing that I have found 
that is the same across all Rotaract clubs, regardless of where you go, really, is that the uh, members are deeply passionate, they're really welcoming and supportive, and they care a lot about their particular community, whether that's based on a particular cause or whether that's based on a location, uh, you can see the enthusiasm that they have for creating positive change in those communities that they're a part of. So regardless of where I've been to, I've had the chance, whether it's been on holidays or whether I've gone through work, to basically hang out with really cool people that are not really all that different from ourselves and just have a good time. That must be a really special feeling, knowing that the feelings that you get in your club, wherever that is in in Australia, can be replicated when you get to travel, you know, whether for work or, you know, just on a holiday, you can connect with people all around the world. Absolutely. I mean, my preferred way of traveling right now is that I will basically send out a message before I get into a country usually through Rotaract Couch, which is a Facebook group for Rotaractors who want to travel around the world, and just say, hey, what are the clubs in this area that I should reach out to? And people will tell me, hey, here are all the clubs. And then I'll just reach out to them and be like, I'm going to be in your rough general area around these states. Can we catch up sometime? And I'll use that to help develop my itinerary more often than not. It was actually thanks to Rotaractors that my entire itinerary for the personal part of my trip in Germany after the international convention last year changed entirely. I didn't know all that much about Germany and I went and talked to some German Rotaractors while I was at the convention and I told them, hey, this is what I'm thinking of doing. What do you think? And they're like, nah, nah, don't do that. There's like nothing up there. Go this way instead. You'll get to see all the cool stuff that we've got over here. And I'm like, oh, sweet. And for each of those cities that I visited, I basically just contacted the Rotaract Club there and said, hey, I'm going to be here. Can we catch up? And I've had stuff from attending meetings. I've gone along to social events that they've held after their meetings. I've had Rotaractors that have taken me around their town and showed me all of the cool stuff there is. So lots of really awesome uh, experiences. One of the most fun in in a way and also most terrifying was that I went to um, a a meeting that was entirely in German so I barely understood anything that was happening but I got the I got the general gist of it It was good one of the rotor actors that was presenting was actually uh, a past exchange student uh, talking about their exchange to Australia so that was fun too (laughs) after that we went out for drinks and that was cool (laughs) <laughs> and then I had to leave and uh, it was a mad dash to the train station to make sure that I caught the train because if I missed that tr- local train, then I would miss my high-speed train heading from uh, Berlin back to Hamburg to catch my flight the next day. So um, <laughs> it's a good run. Got there, got back, but it was fun. And so, on fun. to the next adventure. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> So you mentioned just before that you had uh, the opportunity to go to an international assembly. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so the international assembly is an opportunity for all of the district governors elect to get together and basically get some training before they start their year as district governor. Uh, It's about a week long and uh, they hold it in the US somewhere in early January, February kind of period. And in 2019, for the first time, they invited Rotaractors to attend. 
we were all requested to submit an application and they selected from, I think, over 1,600 applicants, 60 rotor actors to attend the very first of these opportunities to have rotor actors at the International Assembly to share our experiences and to engage with the district governors as we began moving towards what we now have as Elevate Rotor Act. We had four of us from Australia um, head along for about three days. And during that time, we got involved with pretty much all of the activities that the district governors elect got involved with as well. So we were there for training sessions, helping share our experiences and answering any questions that the DGEs might have had. We got to head along to the social nights. Uh, in our case, we sang uh, on the stage with all the other Australian DGEs and then also got to just spend time talking to and getting to know the other DGEs during lunches and dinners and all the informal networking opportunities that there were. We had our own sessions as well for the rotor actors, and those were a lot of fun where we got to discuss all kinds of issues related to Rotor Act and Rotary and how the two are working together now and perhaps how they might work together in the future. I think that must have been a, a big highlight, but what are some of the other highlights that you've had during your Rotor Act career? I'd have to say uh, the one event that really opened up what was available to be experienced and all of the opportunities that were available in Rotary was attending the uh, Young Leaders Summit part of the 2016 Rotary International Convention in Seoul. The benefit of that particular program was that it was uh, cheaper than the full Rotary Convention. And in exchange for attending that, most of the time was spent with the same group of 500-ish young people but you still had time to engage with the Rotary Convention. So it kind of gave me this uh, almost way of easing into everything that's available at the Rotary International Convention. And going to that, having a, uh, chats with Rotarians, I had a project to plug, so it was easy to get in conversations with people. Uh, and then just learning about all the stuff that they were there to see and from their clubs really helped me understand how big Rotary was because it's kind of difficult to see that if all you see is your own club or maybe just uh, your district but attending these conferences whether it's your district Rotary conference or the Australian Rotary Act conference or the international convention each one of these lets you see another part of Rotary that you might not have been able to see before and so having that opportunity to go to that particular event to have to be eased into what was available um, and to see like 35,000 people or whatever it was all in one place and the, the, the impact that that can have, that was amazing. I love that. I love that so much. Um, and so bringing it back to an Australian level, you are currently the District Rotor Act rep for, I'm just going to go WA because like, let's be real, that's, that's accurate. Um, so what are some of the work that you are doing in WA at the moment? In WA, we've got a couple of things uh, happening. So there's general support for all the uh, Rotor Act Club presidents. We used to do a lot of that general support through um, Facebook chats and uh, Facebook groups and things. And we're trying to move ourselves away from that. So we've started using Microsoft Teams instead. So that's been one transition that's been happening over here. Um, benefit of that is that you can have multiple teams, you can have lots of channels in those teams, and you can have 
directed conversations that don't get lost because it's all in the one chat group. So I think that's a really uh, big step for us. And I'm hoping to see that we can use that to help bring all of the presidents together and have them talking with each other more often into the future so that they can collaborate more and we can start seeing, you know, both uh, rotor actors attending uh, events by other clubs more often, but also that the clubs start getting together and working on projects together as well. Beyond that, there's a lot of potential in WA, uh, both north and south of the river, to uh, expand and grow the number of Rotaract clubs. There's certainly options and uh, potential to have some university-based clubs with some Rotarians who have specified that you know, they're interested in doing that. And uh, south of the river in particular, uh, we're thinking of um, helping start a cluster of clubs in an area that's about an hour and a half to three hours away from the main metro um, area. So to provide some context, most of WA's population basically lives in and around the greater metropolitan area of Perth. About 80% of our population basically lives there. In the south, more of that population is uh, distributed throughout the rural parts of WA. Uh, in the north, it's far less uh, the case. There are very clear kind of pockets where you have big population centers that you can uh, effectively start up and maintain uh, Rotaract clubs. So in the south, we've got one club that's about an hour and a half out of uh, the city, and we think that there's enough population in and around that area to help start a cluster of clubs and because uh, we have this 20-minute rule here in um, Perth where nobody wants to travel more than 20 minutes to get <laughs> anywhere, uh, to do anything on any one particular day, like important things are different. But if you're just going for something and you could go another time, 20 minutes is basically the rule. Anything more than 20 minutes, it's too far away, to be honest. <laughs> so an hour and a half. An hour and a half is a long distance. Though for any of my uh, American friends, uh, they would be like, an hour and a half, that's like a normal commute. What are you talking about? <laughs> so to help with this, this club here, because like, we don't want them to feel um, separated from the rest of the district. So to help them feel connected, part of the idea is uh, we'd like to see if we can grow a group of clubs in that area and they can all help support each other. And then that makes it easier for us to then go ahead and support them through that kind of cluster that they'd have. That's an awesome idea. And look, I hopefully we'll be able to chat again about that kind of a, a, a project. The last question I have for you is, what is your advice to Rotaractors who are just starting out into this big, crazy, wide world of Rotary and Rotaract? Well, the, the first thing that I would have to say is uh, get involved. Whatever interests you. Um, it doesn't have to be that you become a club officer. Uh, it can just be that there's a particular project or a particular cause that really is your passion. And if that's the case, then get involved with that. Do as much as you can in that space uh, with the time that you can put towards it. Because the more time and effort you put in, the more you're going to get out of it. And having a consistent approach to that really helps. Like I could list off like all of the different things that I have done, but it would take too long and it would cover this entire podcast length. I don't think anyone wants to really hear that. It doesn't add any value. But the reason that I've had all of those opportunities has been because I've just said, hey, yes, let's do this thing. Let's finish this one off and then let's move on to the next one. And every time I've done something in Rotary, it's opened up 
uh, a new opportunity somewhere else, whether within Rotary or outside of it. So if you get involved and people see that you're doing all of these things consistently, all of these new doors will really open, uh, open up for you. I think that that's an awesome uh, note to end on. So thank you so much for sharing your wise words of wisdom with us and our listeners today. If anyone wanted to get in touch with you uh, as the DRR for WA, how can people do that? You can always find us on our Facebook page, which is uh, Rotaract in WA, or you can message me at wa at rotaract.org.au. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ishwa, for talking. And everyone, stay tuned for the next episode of our podcast and we'll be back soon. Thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe to Chats by Rotaract Australia on your favourite podcasting channel and like, share and comment on the RA socials.